Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Keller, and alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena, we discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. Or as we like to call it, the boat. Before anyone can step foot on the boat, we put them into a sweet 16 doll tournament, and we argue each round until we decide a winner. And Nick, what criteria do we use when we decide who steps foot on the boat? Whatever the hell we want, Cody. You want to tell them what we're talking about this season? We are breaking it down. This is... Guys, seriously, this has been just bought. We get our mentions are full. We can't even give this. We this is not a fan submitted episode because too many of you submitted it, and it would be we just couldn't we couldn't pick one. We're gonna figure out who is the best character from SpongeBob SquarePants. That is correct. And so we went about finding all of the characters. We put them into this bracket, randomized it as always. We did not pick the seating on this folks, but here let's jump right into it. We're in group A. We have hitters in group A. Heavy hitters. Yeah. (laughs) All the ones you're expecting, except you've maybe already seen it because the way that we do the release for these, (laughs) you do see the brackets. So that may, you may realize we are being a little bit of jokesters and tricksters here. But we have the number one seed, Jellyfish, going up against the 16 seed, French Narrator. Then we have the eight seed, Mrs. Puff, going against the nine seed, Gary the Snail. Cody, which way do you want to, which one do you want to start with? Nick, think about this. Jellyfish are terrifying. All right. So basically, they are underwater bees, right? Instead of mm-hmm. honey, they make jelly, but the, they have a sentient hive mind and they're intelligent able to learn choreographed dances, able to communicate. And you took away the one weakness bees have already. You made it so the sting doesn't kill them. Why have the jellyfish not taken over Bikini Bottom is the question I am positing you right now. Because they just want to party, man. It's not about, it's not about, it's not about domination for them. It's just about wanting to have a good fucking time. Like that's, that's their shit. That's all they want to do. Like, I mean, could they? Probably. I don't see why they could. How would they get stopped? I don't think they would, but I think it's one of those things like, I think that they have the mindset, like they're a little bit, a little bit further ahead in, in their thinking process than the Joker in the sense of like, they know that once they got control of Bikini Bottom, what would they do with it? Yeah, they did nothing. They're just like, I mean, we could party all the time, but we already do party all the time. So let's just continue to party all the time. Let's just fucking party, dude. On the flip side that we have the French narrator who, I mean- is there anything more iconic than two hours later? <laughs> no, it's good. Not a bad impression of the French narrator either. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Proud that. of you. Um, he is all over the place. He's got a yeah. submarine. He's always down there. He's in it. So is this implying that he lives in Bikini Bottom? I mean, it, it's interesting because he knows of, like, he definitely knows the ongoings of Bikini Bottom I, to the extent at which, and I don't know, I, man. Things I do not know about SpongeBob since, I mean, the wild thing is that SpongeBob's still going. Like, you know, as far as cartoons that we get as kids, you know, they're usually pretty, you know, they kind of, the nice thing is that you kind of age out of, they, by the time that you've aged out, then the, it kind of drops off because no one else is watching it. So they have to get a new cartoon for the next generation of kids. Like SpongeBob for all of the right reasons is like stuck around and kids are still going hard in the paint for SpongeBob in a way that they weren't doing for like fairly odd parents or something like that. That's the one I think of is like very much like I got to watch that. And then I don't, I guess maybe I'm speaking out of my mouth here, but I don't think it's still going. No, I, think I don't re- it's not. Yeah. yeah. We it grew out. It's our generation. That is our, right. Our Same generation. with like Rugrats, things like that. Right. But yeah. like SpongeBob stuck around. 
but so they may have already explored this because I know I know watching SpongeBob that there's definitely a very they they've gotten more meta just out of the necessity probably for the writers to stay entertained. Yeah. Could the French narrator like what if this is like what if he is just like has this is just his aquarium and he's just making up the stories of the lives of the things he's seeing oh, in the aquarium? Oh, it's some sort of insane fever dream, and he's just sitting in front of his aquarium like, and you will go over here and look at the. <laughs> <laughs> crusty yeah. crab yeah and it's kind of sick because he did put a squirrel in there oh put, yeah yeah that's there's a, a real squirrel, squirrel that he put Dude, in there oh my god it makes sense so whenever they go out of you know how whenever they go out of land they're just like a sponge on a stick or a star on a stick or like a squirrel puppet with a hail helmet on it yeah that'd be because he's actually playing with them in real life when he, so he's like that's him when they're yeah. in water that's his imagination land yep there you go, man. Oh, Fucking God. mind is blown right now. I, I think also thing- SpongeBob came out in 1999. Big yeah. wheels keep on turning, I guess. 21 Jeez. years, still, still going hard. Never stop. Live, living that dream. Living that life, and also not staying relevant. I or not staying timely. I think you think of like the Simpsons as the other obvious Simpsons and uh, South Park. Like, yeah. it feels like they're they're propelled by staying in what's going on in culture to some extent. And SpongeBob's like, nah, man, we just keep making shit up. Yeah, they just keep rolling. There's, there's no SpongeBob Trump, you it's know? Whimsy. Yeah. Yeah, at least I hope okay. there isn't, God. Oh my God. So do we think that this whole thing is a fever dream of a madman that is French? Is that the whole? Yeah. Yes, I do think okay. so. The only thing it doesn't explain is Patchy the Pirate, unless this is all taking place in Patchy the Pirate's brain and he made up the French narrator who is then thusly sitting in front of the aquarium or Patchy the pirate is himself yeah. also the French narrator fight club situation. I think it's, I think we're leaning towards the fight club situation. I think you they think are one in the same. Yeah. Tyler Durden situation. That also explains yeah. why Patchy's not in here. So we can talk about Patchy now. I think that makes sense when Patchy wants to meet SpongeBob so bad, but he never can. Cause if you watch those, those live action ones, I've only watched them passively, but like SpongeBob, he's always trying to get SpongeBob to come to the parties. SpongeBob's never there. Oh, because he, because the way that he interacts with the French narrator is so much of a fight club situation that he doesn't realize that he, yeah. Cause he thinks he's like, he's asking the French narrator, AKA himself, himself. to bring SpongeBob. He's like, yo, you know, SpongeBob, you fuck with SpongeBob. Like, yo, tell SpongeBob about the shit popping off in here. And the French narrator is like, oh, you mean? I will do uh, yeah. it that I can. And like <laughs> he's got the, even one time he's got a party like Pink's there the singer Pink <laughs> and she, SpongeBob just doesn't come. Can you imagine when Pink was there and she's like, like yo my guy, it's just you and me in this aquarium, and you keep <laughs> telling me about <laughs> about this care this. Oh, sponge, he's a coming. <laughs> the sponge no, that you have floating on top of the of the aquarium, and uh, how that's your best friend. Uh, all right. Um, yeah, so it's definitely a fight club it? situation where Patchy and the French narrator are one in the same. Are one in the same. Yeah. I, yeah. I, uh, but now the question is, does that make him a dope character? That uh, Yeah. Like I'm actually gonna, I goes. think I'm going to lock in French narrator. Is that not the coolest thing that Dude, you can he's think got of? so much depth. <laughs> Uh, yeah, let's do it. Uh, let, we'll move in the French narrator into the next round where we'll go up against Mrs. Puff or Gary the Snail. Now, here's the thing about Gary the Snail that I have found in my journeys to be... <sighs> Gary the Snail was so great just as it was, and I feel like as I started to age out of SpongeBob and as I am able to see 
the Wikipedia of Gary the Snail, which is, man, here's the thing about Wikipedia that blows my mind is like, it really is supposed to be right. Like an encyclopedia, right? Like that's obviously where it comes from. And it's like supposed to be this encyclopedia. And if you think about how encyclopedias work, they had to at least trim some of the fat of what you needed to know. And then Wikipedia has a Gary, like I think about it, like if you were to make Wikipedia into an encyclopedia and that you could honestly open it up and flip to, I need to learn more about Gary the snail from SpongeBob. Yeah. That's the dumbest shit. It's (laughs) it's not necessary for the internet to have this. And I, but I appreciate that we do. So here's the thing I think about Gary the snail that as always, um, they just started adding too much. His lore got fucking wild. And I just, and I didn't, and I don't, I was like, he's a, he's a pet. Like it's fun. It's a fun, it's a fun, it's the joke of a snail that meows fucking I get it gold. got it gold gold yep, you did it you fucking, don't you need it more it's a hat on a hat at this point like just have him be there and just like meow and he's fucking great and he's gonna sell the merch it's an easy pillow to make do you oh, think yeah. spongebob was created just for the sake of making pillows like all of the characters are pretty much very pillow shape yeah pillow pillowable spongebob patrick and and gary are yep. all pillowable characters that's it. It was as this is a, a dude. What if all of SpongeBob is just made by big corporate blanket pillow company? Dude, I'm telling you, I mean, I mean, I don't think anyone's going to be able to prove me wrong on this. So you look back at 1999, think back to 1999. How yeah. many character pillows do you remember? None. Yeah, exactly. Everyone here shit. is all like, holy shit. There were, so they found, they're like, all right, we know no matter what, we're going to make a cartoon. It's going to make toys. Right. But we yeah. can't guarantee like toys are a saturated market. What market is not being tapped right now that we could easily infiltrate and become the dominating factor in and make our money off of? And what's cheap to make? Pillows, dude. Stuffing's not cheap. Stuffing's not expensive. All you're doing is putting like a fabric overlay over it, putting stuffing in that. Super cheap. Yep. And money, kids dude. Love that stuff. Fucking money printed 21 Even years those later. Side characters. Look at it, Mrs. Puff, Mr. Krabs, easy pillows. Easy pillows if you wanted to, easy, yeah. The only one that they maybe made a little mistake on, Sandy Cheeks, not the best pillow character, but then she came in later anyway. So yeah. that was just more That's needing a, a new, a new uh, to add a little female touch to the two. Uh, so the yeah, we show. got Gary who's, he's like apparently a genius snail, rightful king to the throne of Peeny Bottom, whatever. Mrs. Puff. Yes. She is a saint. All yes. the stuff, she, we know for a fact she has nightmares about SpongeBob, right? Mm-hmm. All the time, coming in, fucking her shit up, coming to her house and fucking her shit up, coming to, to her place of employment, boating school, fucking her shit up, ruining her record, making it so she she's never had someone fail boating school. That's why she's so dedicated to SpongeBob. She's like, I'm gonna get him to pass. I forgot that because I was really wondering chance. how do you continuously put your life on the line? Because she loves to educate. This yeah. is, dude. No offense to your sister, I love her. She's a great teacher, but she's no Mrs. Puff. Well, she might be actually, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you know, I, she's pretty good, but I mean, I think, yeah, it's just one of those things where I think, I think back on my, my driving, my driver's ed experience and I had, a, you know, I had a fine driver's ed teacher, but no Mrs. Puff. No, I just, how, how nice would that have been to be in the car and feel like that all you have is just like nurturing warm energy in that car with you. Just like being like, all right, we're going to take it slow. You got it. It's going to be okay. (laughs) 
Like, I love that about her. Just a sweetheart of a woman. I do think, though, I mean, if you look at it, at what point, I mean, I get what you're saying, that, like, if you have a 100, if you are, if you got a nine, if, if you're, you know, 16 and 0, and, yeah. you're, and you have this one where you're like, fuck, I gotta, I gotta keep the streak going. I don't care what it takes. But, I mean, she legitimately is putting her life on the line. Daily. To have him boat, to drive these boats down there. But- it's not just about her. Well, it is kind of. Well, let me elaborate. One, she doesn't want this blemish on her record. She's got to have her perfect, maintain it, right? But also she's scared because she knows she's felt herself slip into that darkness, those dark places where she almost let SpongeBob off just by writing what I learned in boating school is. Remember that? Yeah. She almost gave up on SpongeBob, but she didn't. She didn't let it happen. But she's afraid that if she gives up and kicks him out of the class and says, no, what? No, SpongeBob is going to go to a different boating school teacher and they will give up. They're weak-willed. And then SpongeBob's out on the streets driving. That's a danger to the whole city. And she's not going to let that happen. Um, hey, dude. Yeah? Fuck whatever you said. It's not important. Here's what is important. <laughs> I saw that you were doing something over there. Here's what is important. Yeah. Because it actually explains everything. Whatever you said is, is false. Here's what explains everything. Is <laughs> she, here's, here's a quote from the fandom the Wikipedia fandom, which shout out to anyone who dedicates their life to making fandom wikis. You are a treasure to this world, but but also don't get too lost in the sauce. You yeah, know, like- Some people, you do, yeah. Well, this information is helpful and, I, and we couldn't do this without you. Don't get too lost in the sauce. Like you don't need to be this expert, but here's what's up. She does not like to talk about it, but Mrs. Puff used to have a husband named Mr. Puff. Yeah, he died. I know that. He's turned he was turned lamp. into a novelty lamp by human scuba divers. What? <laughs> I knew that. No, here, no, here's what you're not knowing. Here's what you're, yes, you know it, but she know like the knowledge that she has it, she knows he was turned into one. That's what, like, it's one yeah. thing. Yeah. It's Whoa. one thing to, for like, for the fish to be taken. We, we know how fishing works. It's probably a violent experience if you assume that fish have souls. And a, a hook comes down, takes the fish out and you never know what happens to your loved one again, right? It would be insane if that happened into the real world, right? Yeah, I'm walking down the street and someone just grabs my wife and lifts her into the sky, gone forever. And you're just stuck with like the like, um, (laughs) what? Do we all see that? Like, but so you just have like, and generally speaking, you should not know what happened afterwards. Yes. She somehow knows. So I don't know if that means that like they took the two puffer, like it was scuba divers came in, grab these two puffer fish and make one, take one and make it into a lamp and make the other one watch. And then, and then they were like, well, I mean, do you really need two puffer fish lamps in your house? (laughs) We already have, we already have that one Marlin that we turn into a candelabra. So that's probably, yeah, we got big mouth, Billy Bass. We don't need any we're doing a lot here with the fish decor and it feels like we only have one end table. So I don't even know where we're going to put the other puffer fish lamp, I guess just return it to the ocean where we found it. Like any decision she makes is radically altered by the fact that she knows this information (laughs) and is trying to cope every day with that. That is not talked about. I would, what actually fuck dude, this explains everything. Of course she wants to die. No one wants to kill themselves. Well, that's sorry. That's probably not. Anyway, no one wants to die. But if she were or kill themselves, but she knows if she gets in the car with SpongeBob, she can go to her eternal resting place and find her partner, dude. <laughs> She's just trying to get back. 
This is we fucking busted it open. This makes so much sense. And she four- wants to die, but she can't take her own life because she's too proud. Yeah, but she can frame SpongeBob for it. Yeah, and just be oh like every time she goes into these acts, she's like, she's just like, I don't look at. I mean, I haven't. I've, it's been a minute since I watched. Does she buckle her seatbelt? I don't know. I think so. I do think so. Maybe it is. It is if you're a driving instructor, it is kind of one on one. But yeah, the first thing you do, check your mirrors, check your belt. Um, yeah, I. I mean, for that reason, for that reason alone, I think I got to move Gary the snail on and just let her go. Go, go t- find your husband in that Ooh. eternal resting place, in that eternal aquarium in the sky. Where um, do fish want to die and go to? The big toilet bowl in the sky? I don't know. I don't Probably know. not there. But I hope you find that, Mrs. Yeah. Puff. I hope, I hope you, you find, find that. I'll lock in Gary, too. Yeah. I mean, because, at the, all right, so now we have Gary and the French narrator. Yeah. Gary and everyone, basically. Yeah, well, the French, yeah, the French narrator is all yeah. of them. I, the thing is, no matter what, like I said, I'm not a big fan of, like you you kind of alluded to it earlier, Cody, apparently, like, and this is after I was out, that Gary is the king of Bikini, or the rightful heir to, I guess. I yeah. don't know if he's just abdicated the throne and he's just like, nah, fam, I'm just really trying to live this life as a the, the, the house pet. Which, um, as we've discovered, uh, we've explored in previous episodes, not a bad life. Nick's went into detail about how being a house pet could be lit. It makes sense to me. It makes sense. Why yeah. wouldn't, if given the, ch- that to me, if we're talking about reincarnation, that's gotta mean you did the right thing in the life, right? Yeah, being a, like a lab in some rich family's house, yeah. Right, like if you were good enough, you come back as a cat and just yeah. fucking oh. get to lay about all day. Belly rubs, damn. Fuck, all the time. It's gotta be the best. So I, and so I could see knowing that you were supposed to be king, but then saying, I don't want that life and that responsibility. It doesn't make any sense that just because I was born into it that I deserve this. So he's just looking at his life. He's like, nah, man, I'm just trying to fucking chill, hang out with my buddy SpongeBob and just fucking kick it. I also don't like, cause this also seems unnecessary. Apparently at some point he's related to Patrick. Yep. I don't, I don't know that lore. So I can't, I can't get into d- details on it. We just didn't need that. You know, like he's, he's already dope as far as a character goes in and of itself. Doesn't he, correct me if I'm wrong though, does it, doesn't he have like, he can like basically massively eat something? Yeah, he like can his get, mouth you know, can expand and he can like do like a weird, like he like also has like maybe like a weird monster inside of him that he that he keeps bottled just, down inside. He needs to keep it. What is, do you think that's a metaphor? Oh shit. Some sort dude. of depression? It's a metaphor is getting representative the, of it? It's the metaphor for the French narrator. Like he understand, like it's kind of a, like he's, it's an understanding that one thing can have dual realities. Yeah, like this, Gary might be the French narrator slash patchy slash, you know, God creator. Yeah. Um, this is the, the snail might be him grounding himself into this this thing as it's th- this duplicitous thing. Yes, yes, I do rule this community, but I don't want to. This is my lot in life that I didn't choose, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, I, these are some deep characters. Th- I mean, fuck, man. SpongeBob is, it's, it's, it, it's, it has, it carries multitudes. That's 100% for certain. Um, I guess, you know, I kind of like the idea though that he is, I I guess I don't, I don't like it, but I, from the standpoint of apparently early, even early on, we know that Gary pays the bills in the house, which would imply you're like, well, wait, he's a pet. But if he was truly an heir to the throne, yeah, he's got, he he is just a rich kid hanging out. So, so then is maybe, is this a weird subdom relationship then? 
I don't know. I'm just wondering, have I just looked at this relationship wrong the whole time in the sense of like, I've always said Gary was SpongeBob's pet, but is it really just more of like a roommate situation? No. Okay. All right. Is it now is Gary like rich and he's paid SpongeBob to like SpongeBob feeds me, takes care of me. I don't have to, I don't have to want for anything. Right. I mean, he doesn't or, have arms, so it does yeah. make sense. He needs some support of like doing yeah. certain or, things. Or is it more like I pay SpongeBob. So he treats me like a pet. Like he, you know, like he walks me and like, is it like some weird kink sort of thing? Oh man, that is, wow. <laughs> God, so man, is this he... SpongeBob is wild out here, ain't it? <laughs> ain't it, huh? Wouldn't that be something? You're just like, hey dude, here's the deal. I'm gonna pay you. I'm a fucking certified freak seven days a week. Here's the deal. I need you to walk me. I'm only going to say meow, by the way. I okay, can- here's the deal. As someone who has already stated out loud in, in audio format, so it exists, that I would love to be a house pet. I know, like, I mean, I don't, we don't get to know what's on the other side of this, right? We don't, uh, of life, right? Yeah. So I don't get to know if I'm going to become a Labrador on the other side of this. Hopefully, fingers crossed. So if I was rich enough, why wouldn't you spend the money to live out your fantasy now? You See, know what I'm right? saying? Like, because think, I mean, from the standpoint of like, if I was like, yo, I got, I got mad money. Here's what's going to happen. You going to, you going to just treat me like a, like a cat in this house. Okay. Yeah. You, you're going to live your life. You're going to go to work. You're going to come back. You're going to do whatever you need to do. I'm going to lay about in the house. I'm going to get on blankets. Sometimes I'm going to break some shit kind of coyly just because that's fun. And I like to be wily like that. And I'm going to pay you money to and, let and, me do and that. And I am going to shit in that box. <laughs> That is key to, in order for me to, in order for me to finish, I do need to shit in that box. How much money? So then the better question is some you're, you're, you're at a bar, right? You're at a time when you can be at bars, right? And you're just sitting there and you're just kind of, maybe you were waiting for Catherine to come and show up. Right. So you're just sitting there at the bar, having a couple of drinks. Guy walks up to you and says, I will pay you X amount of dollars to be your house cat. This is the most wild question. What is the dollar amount? Oh my God. And let's assume it's a salary. Let's assume it's a, it's not a lump sum. It's going to be a salary. Yeah, yearly. Like I get yearly. Yeah, right. I mean, we know, basically we know for sure he's saying I'll cover your bills. That's a yeah. guarantee from the Gary Lord that this dude will come in and say, I'm going to pay, I'll pay all your bills to let me live in your house. I think that's only fair. I'm using, only beating, fair. I'm yeah, using yeah, your yeah. space. So how much money- You do top- have to clean up my shit from this box though. <laughs> That is very important. No, that has to be a part of it. That has to be a part of it. So you yeah. do know going into this that you will be cleaning human shit out of a, I could, I have to, I would love if it's they made a, a comically, kiddie pool. I would like to imagine that they made a comically law, like they 3D printed, got one of those large industrial 3D printers and made themselves a human size kitty litter box. Okay. Just put sand in there. How much money? The people oh want to know, Cody, per year, all your bills are covered. On top of that, how much more do you need? Uh, and because they do live in your house, they, they are do, permanently yeah. in your house. So it's like, and they'll they they will act as a cat does. So they may sometimes lay on the couch between you and <laughs> seven seven hundred thirty thousand dollars a year. Ooh, that's wow! You're putting a high price on this. I guess it is your two, privacy. Two thousand dollars a day. Oh, I guess when you say it like that, I think I could go a thousand a day. I think if I knew that I was making six figures, all my bills are paid. Yeah. And this homie just exists in my house. But no, I'm going to give him the full cat experience though. Like I'll rub his belly sometimes. I'll pet you his have head. To. 
You know what? 100% if, you if me to. and my wife are making love and he's scratching at the door, I'm going to let him in. You have to. You have to. It's, it is a cat. That's why. That's, that's what this person wants. A day. Two thousand dollars a day. That is fair. That is fair. I I think I could go a thousand dollars a day though. I think like that's a that's a stupid amount of money to know. In three years, I would become a millionaire to let this man exist in my home for like this. I man. Okay. Ugh. So let's let's get back to the. This is such a wild episode. Oh, Dude, I, if you guys haven't turned it off yet, you are you are in it. You, you we love this. you. Um I uh, for for the reality that I do think that Gary is somehow I don't know. I like I mean, so much of this is like how much do we vote based on our fiction versus how much do we base about the character? This is not fiction. This is real life. This is according to his wiki. This is so, what? All right, all right, all right, all right. I am going to Lock in Gary, I think. I am a lock in Gary as well. You he's he's a better, better pillow. You gotta love. Well, yeah, that's well, like we said, hundred percent of the reason why this is here. So we will move Gary on into the final four. But that, and eventually, we will do our research. Are we gonna have to go look up weird fanfic, Cody, to see how many other people are in, are in on this theory that we? I'm have? already writing it, dude. I'm like. <laughs> You, you're doing your research. You're like, dude, I found this weird fanfic. And then you realize it's my pen name, which I will not say on the air. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're like, yeah. What'd you think of the, the actual writing though? Do you think it was like good? Like, do you, like, do you <laughs> think though, if you maybe like change some character names that like, maybe you could like honestly kind of be something kind of like a 50 shade situation. Like, like I, I don't know. It was fine. I guess it was, it was weird. That's for sure. Like if, if, if the writer changed the names though, right? Like, do you think that's publishable like, at, you, all? I, at all? Like, I mean, like, like, is it worth sending up to someone like a little bit higher up kind of like it, like theoretically, if that person had some contacts in the, in the industry or maybe like maybe their, their spouse is a librarian. So they could just theoretically put the book on the shelf. If, if that person were <laughs> would, to make would it, you, would you recommend someone did that? Yeah. Would you, I don't, do you think so? I don't know. I, I I just want to hear what you think about that idea. If that's uh, <laughs> yeah, Matt. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening to this. And um, I want to say tell a friend, but I don't know. No, dude, please do. I think this is <laughs> if, if only so they know what's really happening on their TV screen. Um, if you tell a friend and if you have a friend who is, who wants to live the house cat life, for a thousand dollars a day, hit go in them DMs. <laughs> Hop yeah. in them DMs. We got we got that energy for for that person. So um otherwise, please rate, review, follow, subscribe on all platforms. Uh, wherever you see us on social media, like, give us a comment. Uh, all of those things are super helpful. And we want to engage with y'all, hear what you have to think. So please do all of those things if you can. Yep. Uh, and please follow us on all of our social media accounts. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Just look up at friendly comp pod. If you have an idea for like so many people send this one in guys, if you have an idea like they did email us to us at friendly competition podcast at gmail.com, or you can go on our website friendly competition podcast.com and you submit through there. So. And as always, shout outs to Charizard for that intro outro music. You want to hear more of their stuff, head on over to Bandcamp, type in Charizard and replace the vowels with sixes. That is it for this episode, folks. Group B going to drop on Wednesday. But until then, I'm Nick Keller. And I'm Cody Lena. See you on the boat. <laughs> <laughs>